the console. Woo! She's it a literally, producer. Remember? It sounds like she's a gamer, though. <laughs> Round the couch and playing my games. I, I do look like a gamer. My bros online. <laughs> Has anyone played any uh, games where you create friendships over them? Uh, you mean dating apps? What? Oh, oh that you could say is that a is certain a kind of game. Get it? <laughs> Start getting more like Halo with like a headset. No. No? No. No. What does that mean? Are you not a heterosexual male? <laughs> Ages. Welcome to Professional Friends! <laughs> I'm Carolina Hidalgo, and right in front of me is John Vivacqua. Our new gamer show about gamers... <laughs> Gamering. <laughs> That's great because we're incredibly knowledgeable about gaming. And a paratory over there. Here I am. Actually, I did have one roommate who created a video game um, paradise for himself, and he made a. He basically. What do you mean, fi- literally or figured virtually? Uh, I mean, I guess virtually because he was like having the experience, but you mean Farmville, that game on your phone. <laughs> No, he's not a boomer. Like it was more like um it was more like he created a uh like he was kind of a lazy boy and he rigged it into oh. a a sort of like console situation. Oh, so he did literally do that. Yeah, and he called it the cockpit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How much porn did he watch sitting there? I hope a lot. I'm mostly certain porn. a lot. Um it was pretty rough though. Like that became most of his personality. All right, then. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. This is a roommate you're talking about? Yeah, this is an old roommate. This is my roommate that was named Goose. That was his... Uh, and uh, and, then, you, know and what? you were Maverick and Iceman <laughs> and there was Sundown and Hollywood and Jester. Anna, please don't make up stories. Listen, she was in Top Gun. This is, <laughs> this is an authentic podcast. I mean, also... Don't pad the show with I lies. I want to say <laughs> that's really embarrassing because like, he probably was like, yeah, I'm a lot like the guys from Top Gun. I'm going to call myself Goose. Why yeah, would you call yourself Goose otherwise? It, he's I've never the guy. seen Top Gun. I'm sorry. He's the guy who dies. He's top. Uh, uh, he's Top Gun. He is Top Gun. No, he is actually yes. No, he's like, like what the most likable character, right? Because he dies. Well, yes, because he is the wingman. He is Maverick's wingman who dies, and apparently it's not Maverick's fault. But if Maverick wasn't doing all that kind of crazy flying around, oh, you know, doing the whole thing where the cashing uh, checks his ego can't cash or whatever his body can't cash. Checks his his egos can't cash. Checks his ego. He's not cash. good at the bank. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> but what he is good at is flying, but he's bad at keeping his so, roommates alive. You know, funny, funnily enough, my good friend um, Lady Gaga. Oh, mm. right. Yes. She's a singer-songwriter. Is mm-hmm. that also... Cause she's we're, we're, up and coming. I'll send you some of her stuff. <laughs> she sings the new yeah. Top Gun theme song for the sequel. For the long-awaited that sequel. For saw the sequel. The sequel is this big business. It's a huge hit. Yeah, I know. I haven't seen it yet. It's Everybody kind of a sore, saw it. It's a sore spot between Marcus and I because he promised we'd see it and then we couldn't see it. So now, what? yeah. So now everyone in the world, why does he hate America? Asia, has seen it in, <laughs> except for Carolina Hidalgo. I mean, I, I mean, I, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Wow. Is it on Peacock? <laughs> I guess this is our Top Gun episode. So I saw. Speaking of Lady Gaga, every time I say her name, take a drink. I saw her in concert last week you did yeah in new jersey <laughs> is there anything more at, american than that at the met life right at the met I, life 
Verizon Thunderdome. Yes, there's a lot of brands that are associated with the stadium. I also want to ask, what is MetLife? It's an insurance company. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm really embarrassed because- Remember Snoopy? Wasn't Snoopy the the mascot? Yeah, yeah. They got the whole Peanuts characters. They have the penis penis characters. (laughs) It depends who you ask, really. (laughs) Okay, I I do want to not real quick, but real quick segue- to the peanuts um (laughs) this is supposed to be an episode about crazy co-workers (laughs) we're gonna get there you know what i think i'm about to start a story you are do you want me to segue about the peanuts why about no 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 you're actually illustrating my point go ahead great uh what the hell do you have to say about the peanuts characters so when i was younger um my mother oh god can i get a pillow yes you should everyone (laughs) you ready Guys, does no one want to hear about my childhood whimsy? I I want to I want to hear about it. But your childhood stories are always so scary. (laughs) I mean, this one they give me nightmares. It involves the peanuts, though. Yeah, the point taken exactly. Okay. Anyway, the go on. Or before you can before we begin this, uh, we do not own the rights to the peanuts characters. And number two, is there is this a story with a beginning, middle, and end? It's so quick, dude. Oh, I can't wait. You're gonna be like blown away. (laughs) Uh, Okay. All right. Let's see this. Okay, the peanuts. Okay. Right. Written by Charles Schultz. Oh God! Wait. <laughs> this is a Wikipedia. I think she's plagiarizing. Mm. Just reading from a comic strip. What are you talking? About? I'm giving a shout out to Charles Schultz. 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 All right. So my mother, I guess she went to a thrift store and was shopping for Christmas. Okay. And she picked up a Peanuts comic compilation, and she was like, "Right, you know what? It's time for my kids to be to know the truth." To Linus and Snoopy and Peppermint Patty, Playpen. What was his name? Pigpen. Pigpen. Yes. Uh, I just don't want to leave anyone behind. Um, Name all seventy-five <laughs> characters. The audience will love it. I love Schroeder. I thought Schroeder was kind of cute when you I was a kid. You would fucking love Schroeder. I also had a crush on Schroeder. Well, but. then you would too. How long do you want to go into this Schroeder thing? <laughs> no, um, you're right. Finish your right, story. Back. So. My mother picked up this, uh, you know, little compilation under the Christmas tree. There it is. And, you know, I'm like seven or something. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, the peanuts. Right. Finally happened that my mother would go to Goodwill and buy me some old uh, paperback copy of the peanuts. And then I opened it and a teenager had, of course, uh, had this copy of the peanuts before. So they had changed every word to penis oh. and scratched out everything. Oh, no. Uh, poor Peppermint Patty was just lesbian. <laughs> Whoa. Right. So, like, everything was, like, oh, it was, like, God. a very dirty copy right. of the Peanuts. And, right. and it didn't even seem to be a fun, dirty copy. It was just seems like to be, like, It a, was a lazy, like, 12-year-old, yeah. like, Peppermint Patty, lazy. Right. Like, you know, and everybody is, like, Hey, what's up? Like every everything that you could make, like I mean, Filthy. Schroeder was just mm-hmm. sex. Like it, right. so, that's my memory. Okay. <laughs> okay, so so she she doesn't really know what peanuts is really like. <laughs> she, she actually knows nothing about them. She only read the horrible edited version by this What's one that? young man. Yet another scary story about <laughs> childhood from Anna Paratori. Another piece of the puzzle. <laughs> the original <Completed>. Lucy. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, sir. Why did she call everybody sir? So crazy coworkers, am I right? Crazy coworkers. <laughs> so I actually I went to dinner with the former coworker over the weekend. Um, he's gay. Uh, we went to um, this restaurant in the East Village, just kind of on a whim. It was just something I googled, and uh, he. And I sat at the bar, and it was restaurant week, which I was like, okay, oh, good. That's my well, favorite yeah, week we'll of catch the year. a deal, which I, you know, don't really ever partake in. And I was like, hey, why don't we try to do that? Does you anyone know, want to explain restaurant week? It's you get a three course meal. It's usually in these, like, the off season, right? So it's the end of summer. So they're it's desperate. like th- three courses for about $50. And which, there's many restaurants that do this. Yeah, thing. all over the city. You can't beat that. 50 yeah. bucks for a and meal like in New York. It's like places. It's the only. Time yeah, it's like fancy places. right. It's usually these like decent restaurants where you know it might be double that cost for more that than meal. decent. Yeah, more I went than to double. Monkey Bar. I went to Twenty One Club. I Those to- are bars, Anna, not restaurants. Okay, no, but she gets a pretty good deals with that. You <laughs> they know, told her it was restaurant week. <laughs> they are historic New York. <laughs> she had three haunt. courses, courses, courses of bourbon. <laughs> So we sat we sat at the bar rather than a table, which is always the move you want to make, I think, at a restaurant, especially in New York. And the bartender, I happen to know some of the staff totally unexpectedly from an old restaurant job of mine. The bartender was so beautiful. I spent the morning describing him to Anna. He was like that bartender that everybody falls in love with. Look like a Disney prince slash Disney villain. And of course, shocker of shocks, he's an actor. What? Yeah, and he also, he has that actor energy of like, you. he's just cordial enough. Is he in A Good Man, Charlie Brown? You wish. <laughs> he's like, he's giving you just enough gay energy or whatever energy that well, it's... You will tip better for? Yes, yeah. but it's okay. like he... Everybody falls in love with him. You can project any fantasy you have onto him. It's the ultimate in sort of bartender projection. Like, everybody falls in love with the bartender. Like, at a singles bar, everybody's trying to fuck the bartender, and the bartender has usually fucked everyone. Or the bartender's married. Right. And this guy was married, but Mm -hmm. that's not part of the equation because he's just sort of staring into your eyes. And he opened with... He's like, uh, yeah, I dropped a check. Um, (laughs) When we sat down... We're closing, we're turning on the light. But he's saying it with his eyes. (laughs) He's very polite that way. We sat, he said, we were looking at the menu, the cocktail menu, and he said his opening line was, what calls to you? Wow. And I just, wow. I was stunned. I don't know if I love that. Maybe no. not whatsoever, but it was so, I tried hard not to laugh because I was like, you, that was your opening line. You must say that. I was literally thinking you say that to all the gay boys who sit here at the bar. What calls you know? to you? Dick? Hey, or <laughs> the lovely short rib. If you're confident about it and you can pull that off, Oh, he sold it. it. He's like 6'5 and kind of muscular and- Dressed like Gaston. I mean, in my head, he was. Um, but <laughs> He's like, Belle, what would you like? But it's also kind of mixology culture where, you know, there is a whole sort of, I don't want to say pretension around drinks and cocktails. And, you know, I, I said, I kind of want, 
a vodka martini, but I want a lemon drop martini, but I don't want any mixer. I don't want it to be sweet. And he said, I know what you want. And he just fixed me something. Ooh, that's a good move. Yeah. And it, of course it was delicious. And then we were making friends with him and he was. He just peed in your martini. And I, that's what I that's wanted. That's exactly what you wanted. That's exactly it. Which I also, I don't love when someone's like, I know what you want. Because I was thinking, you probably don't, you know. But of mm-hmm. course, the drink was amazing. And it's just funny because then he was describing, he 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 bought us a couple of rounds. He was making drinks for us. And it was so mixology in the sense that he was really, every drink had nine ingredients. And I'm like, I taste the vodka. <laughs> you know, like he's like, what notes are you getting? I'm like, I'm getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't have an interest in those things. So when the bartender is, you know, selling the story behind the cocktail, it's hard for me to stay But it's also focused. weird to ask, like, what do you pick up? Because it's like him being like, how good is it? Tell me how good it is. Right. I don't never know. I don't know what to say. I don't never know. I mean, I do never you order know these drinks, say. though? I usually no. just, I get whiskey rocks or whatever. Something or, simple. Something that's yeah. already in, like, the whole Frozen margarita in, in that title. machine. Right. Right. No, I, I keep it simple. When people do hand me stuff, you always have to kind of play along a little bit. You're like, yes, I do get notes of amber. I don't know. If that's she a throws thing. that out yeah. no matter what. She's eating a burger. She's like, notes of amber. <laughs> you know, this is fantastic. And it's really that amber is I'm a I'm getting belief, cheddar cheese. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I, you have to kind of play along, I guess. And maybe they play along back with you if right. you want to be fancy about no, it. No, right. I, I hear what Carolina is saying because like, I feel like uh, since I like you just illustrated um not at all like charles schultz of the peanuts <laughs> and then we, we do not own the rights to the peanuts characters <laughs> um sorry that's the lawyers made me say it again <laughs> i can't believe they're behind you with a gun <laughs> i hate dressed this. as charlie this, brown <laughs> this podcast has become a lawsuit um no because i feel like i am a person at a bar who enjoys things the way I enjoy them. Very specifically. Yes. And I, like Carolina says, have to go um, go with it. Uh, indulge the language. Right. Right, yes. So let feed us, the bullshit. Yes, yeah. feed the bullshit. So let That's them know. perfect. Yeah, to let them know that I know. That they know. That they know. What I know. And that Carolina knows and that you know and Charles Schwartz knows. What? This is why I never go out. <laughs> Uh, no, it's not because of that. It's because of Anna. But it's like this is insane. <laughs> it's kind of like the art world. It's like a lot of very pretentious industries where you're kind of just talking around something. You're talking out of your ass. Yeah, you're talking out of your ass about something, and I'm like. But I need to do that with the bartender because I do not like my drinks with sugar. Okay. You don't want them sweet, nor do I. You don't want them sweet, either. right? And like, I have to let them know. That because like the issue is like I think if you're kind of being a little extra about your drink order, they worry that you're the person that's like saying, "Yo, I don't taste the liquor in this. Can you make it strong?" Right. And I was like, "I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, can you take a bunch of sour mix and sugar out of it? Cause right. it throws off my pH." I knew okay. it. This. I knew it's this. coming back to Anna's vagina. Anna was trying to find a platform to talk about this whole <laughs> thing. About we're bringing it back to the vagina. I know the listeners don't know, but we're on our way back upstairs to the studio, 
And I was talking about her vagina. She not. We cannot stop. I wasn't the only one talking about my vagina. John had a lot to say about his. (laughs) So I just want to say, like, this is why I fight with bartenders, because, like, I believe in my vagina. (laughs) And like and you should open with that. I kind of like honestly when it gets weird like I'm like yo listen like too much sugar is gonna throw off my pH and if you don't know what that means like you're never gonna pleasure a woman because you don't care what's going on downstairs. yes because they're all gay actors hot for John <laughs> let's remember this dressed as Gaston you should go to Lancaster PA <laughs> stop trying to make me go to Lancaster PA they care about a woman's pH over there <laughs> their, their Broadway is great there wait wait how do you spell Philadelphia you put the PH in Philadelphia <laughs> Hey. Get it? All right, okay. I'm sorry about that, everyone. Um, that was awful. No, she's um, not. But <laughs> it was my best work. But no, honestly, that is why I have to become so knowledgeable about every drink order because. But I, you also worked in a bar for a long time. I know they were just serving, uh, you know, uh, Bud Lights and uh, Misery over there. But mm-hmm. you're familiar with the bartender line of bullshit. Yeah, me and um, Carla and Coach. Um, <laughs> Okay, Sam, we're talking about Cheers. our favorite sitcom characters. We're going back from to the Cheers 80s. again. Yes, um, but you know, <laughs> I you have to also with a mixologist, you have to be like, listen, hey, you're gonna make me a bee's knees. Okay, I would love the honey. I don't need the simple syrup. Um, but this also speaks to how you you personally order things. Yes. Where you talk them through every ingredient and then you just go behind the bar and make it yourself. Yes, okay. yes, it, it is a how I that Sally met. Harry, what what's that movie called? <laughs> when Anna met the bartender. Yes, that's the one. The yeah. Great movie. Billy Crystal did great. I've done that movie quite a few times during the week. I know. Sometimes <laughs> I take an intermission when you're ordering. <laughs> but you also, it's like two for one vodka sodas, and Anna's like, "I'll take it," but also it's going to be a bee's knees, <laughs> and I'll tell you what I want in it. And they're like, "Oh, okay." But here's the issue: Why can't I just like I'm sure back in the olden days. <laughs> I could have gone up to the... What days are you referring to? Yes, like 1997? The, day, the days where women had to go through the back entrance <laughs> or the ones where they could just drink their perfume in their bedroom and that's I'm, the only time they could get intoxicated. It's, it's hard to know what is the better time. <laughs> um, <laughs> is it? And also t- 2020 is not great for women either. But I would say that I... The reason I have to like let them know that I know right. is so that way they're not like, Shut the fuck up! Like you don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, because right. that because often bartenders that are mixologists they'll come at you with, mm, that kind of compromises the integrity of the drink. Right, right, or right, right. it's very balanced. And I'm like, I'm telling you, it's not balanced for me and my vagina. Right. And you're saying this at the New York sports bar at LaGuardia, right? <laughs> I'm saying like the morning shift, right? And I just Where want Dave to... is like, listen, lady, I'm here till 8 a.m. And I'm like, do you care about women's rights? <laughs> Have you marched with us, sir? <laughs> Ma'am, this is an Applebee's on the New Jersey Turnpike. Um, Please let me be. So anyway, uh, you were at restaurant week with your co Yes, I was at restaurant yes. week. We fell in love with the bartender. It was a great time. And I would I'd go back any day of the week to have him serve me drinks. Do you think it'd be serve me whatever he wants? Do you think it'd be worth it going back again though? Because here's the thing about the bartender that you meet in one night that hooks you up. That is the best it's gonna get. Because I feel like you come back and the bartender's like, Oh, 
But we also, you have to consider it's the end of summer, so restaurants are happy that anybody's there wanting to get drunk. And especially New Yorkers, because they understand that, because the issue with Restaurant Week is like, people feel like, oh, well, they are subsidizing their fancy, like, meals, so... The servers or the bartenders aren't getting what they usually would get right. on a table or on a check. It's like discount month. Right. So yeah. they're yeah. not even getting paid the same tip they would usually right. give it. So like the idea is like if you are two New York boys right. looking for um, looking for love in all the wrong straight places. You might tip, you know, the adequate twenty five percent. Yeah, we over tipped for sure. And it wasn't just because he, just because of his arms, or that he peed in that martini glass. Yeah, it's got to be a little bit that, right? No, no, no. It's about the what? service. Yeah, it's definitely about. It's about the that bee's knees I had. <laughs> it's about yes, I I remember doing that stuff like um, I, and I still do the whole like uh, what's it called the the meetup thing, the social thing. Crap! Keep going. I no. I'm gonna what stop. Social going. Craigslist. No, that's not the one. <laughs> the one where you get the coupons. The Groupon. Groupon. Mm. You see, it takes. She's care of us. every woman. Remember Groupon? Wow. So Groupon was kind of a thing where yes, I used to go. It's like you thing. go. I looked at Groupon. It's still like, happening. Is it still a thing? Yeah, it's still a thing. Wow. Really? Yeah. I mean, I looked at it for like my boyfriend's like birthday presents. Well, the reason I okay, I I used to do Groupon all the time, and then I stopped doing it. And so Groupon really quick is kind of one of those things where like restaurants, like Restaurant Week, well, like they'll they'll be like this restaurant, you know, a really cool African restaurant or something, or a really cool Brazilian restaurant, and yes, you get half off or you get twenty dollars for your whole meal, and that Mm. sounds fantastic. Or it's like pedicures. Massages, Five a lot bucks. of massages. It's wonderful. And then I remember I I bought into all those things. I got all these coupons, like fifteen dollars for twenty dollars dinners and all that stuff. Right. But every time I'd go, they would oh I would be like, hey, I have a Groupon, and they'd immediately be like, soured. Oh. Right. Oh, by the way, the gratuity, you know, all this business and all that, and like they're trying to tell us like, hey, don't stiff us on anything and right. all that business. Like if you want to buy drinks, maybe that would be nice. It's kind of like just to get you in there. You save a few bucks, but please don't get super cheap on everything. Mm-hmm. And it was like, of course I was going to get super cheap on everything. I was going <laughs> to like, I got a fucking group on. All right. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. I, mean, I was going to tip like the 20 percent of the actual on the group on. Uh, no, of the actual price. How would you know what the actual price was? They gave me a menu. <laughs> so you just to remind some, you just some real man just a show no i mean you always throw in a couple extra bucks yeah, you know because you know you, you know they did a good job in all that business but they would not like you at first yeah no. they usually they just spit on you and walk away and you know what that's it's probably, the vibe it's probably because a lot of times and i i'm not against this at all because i mean I'm, I am against like the waiters treating you like crap when you have a coupon, of course. But I understand their experience of having a lot of people having that same mm-hmm. coupon. Yeah, feeling shit on. They're feeling like put being out just by horrible, it. Right. and then just tipping nothing and right. just being like, "This is my twenty dollar coupon. Give me all of this food." And then they just leave the place. Just and then also disrespecting everyone in their wake. So I can understand right. that. It but, is fun, though, be, feeling, you know, like you're the seasoned New Yorker in one of these scenarios and you know what the person is feeling behind the bar, or your waiter, or what have you, and you're like, I'm going to turn it around for you. Exactly. I'll be the exception. 25%. Oh, 
I'll do it right. You tell them, you know, you let them know. You're like, listen, this is just a coupon. This means nothing between us. This <laughs> massage like, meant nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that a lot of servers are like, oh, restaurant week is the worst week of our lives. But I'm like, okay, but like literally no one was going to come in anyway because the reason it exists is because no one is coming into your place Right, that's of the work. point of the whole and like, promotion. As a person that works in a place that wasn't good enough to even have a Groupon slash restaurant week <laughs> si- situation, <laughs> I'd be wishing for a fucking promotion like Groupon that for like you know the sports bar i was working at i don't know what that would be they'd be like you can come in and literally piss all over the place <laughs> and they'll mop it for you like i don't know but what the you don't need would a be. coupon for that yeah because they did it anyway exactly so, yeah i don't know without uh, getting kicked out paperwork <laughs> really um yeah so i i don't know i know that people like especially like i definitely know some like career servers that are like restaurant week is like for the week like they're just like you know you don't want to do that to them and i'm like but honestly they want to get paid they want to do something and i mean yeah they're gonna come in and probably judge us because i have a birthday that falls at the beginning of restaurant week so i would for many years do a restaurant week this is your wheelhouse so you didn't take max to restaurant week for his birthday uh so i had my period really bad and uh we just stayed in so isn't that crazy she went fishing on her birthday which actually you know what fishing is cool but as we know as we learned from one previous episode that it wasn't really your cup of tea yeah it was more max's birthday so he he made you you guys switch birthdays he he brought you on that fishing boat for and your birthday, and then you got your period <laughs> on your birthday. Yeah, right, his birthday. you see that? You, it's getting so confusing. It all goes back to the sea. So to the vagina. <laughs> um, so you didn't take him. Why don't you just take him to fucking stupid restaurant for fifty bucks? No, no, no. This is better. This is better. <laughs> I no, really, just be home. Just yeah, that out. was nice. What'd you do at home? Uh, yeah, something special, something well, that Max wanted to do. Your boyfriend, Max, was a Max. Uh, we he put on Star Wars. Um, okay, so that was like right. you gave him that. Wait, yeah. wait, was you it original him? or prequels? He put on the 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 ones that we as millennials grew up with, the ones with Hayden Christensen. Oh, oh the prequels. Okay, so that okay. was quite uh, the vaguely like racist, that's a big like ass. problematic. So yes. that's so that's a gift to him to allow so, him to play those films for you. Yeah, yeah. so he put that on, and uh, then um, he fell asleep. And uh, they kept going, so I muted it, <laughs> so that way he wouldn't know that he had stopped watching it. And then he woke up, and I put it back on. I was like, "Oh man, that was so <laughs> riveting, was... riveting, really." <laughs> but I mean, I'd seen all those movies. I saw them in the movie theaters. You saw them once. That was enough. Yeah, for you? like I saw the fucking third one, like in high school, midnight. Like I, I was in there. You did your time. I did my yeah. time, and I just think that like. Star Wars will never resonate with me the same way that Star Trek, the love of your life, does. Because well, there you go, you but, guys finished each other's sentences. Plus the Peanuts characters, exactly. Yeah. That's Star what Trek, saying. Peanuts, like you know. But I, I just think that with Star Wars, and I'm, I'm sure I'm breaking the hearts of all the huge Star Wars fans, all the fanboys <laughs> who love you. Um, I mean, it's. It's enjoyable. It's fun. Oh, the and prequels like, don't even have to matter that much, really. 
I mean, it's about the originals. I mean, but here's the thing, Carolina, and I told you guys before, I, I love Jar Jar Banks for some reason. What? Oh, right. Okay, now we're finally getting to the meat of our episode. By the way, we almost have to go. <laughs> now, now tell us, Anna Paratori, about your love for Jar Jar Banks. All right, if I have to. Um, I don't know when it started, but I guess it was instant. And... <laughs> And I That's interesting. Nobody loves that character. I know, but really. I what yeah. I was like what? Like in fourth grade? Like I, I resonated. Was, I was little. I don't know. He was goofy. Um He well, he kind of is goofy in a yeah. way, that character. He's Which, kind of a who Disney. I do love goofy. He was a bit of a mascot, I guess. And that yeah. was George Lucas's whole idea was like Jar Jar is everything or something. Right. And Jar Jar is every man. So like I love Jar Jar so much apparently that it when when my parents or my, you know, everybody in my family knew that I liked something, they were like, all right, well, Anna's really into Jar Jar right now. So, <laughs> so my- Sailor Moon and Jar Jar. So, no, I, so basically I got a Jar Jar t-shirt. Oh, God. I wow. got a, I got a Jar Jar glow-in-the-dark poster. And I don't think that stuff was flying off the shelves that <laughs> no. year. No, and I'm Didn't sure- Didn't take off, I I'm think. curious they if had it was- a coupon, coupon. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure- it could have been hard to find or easy to find. I don't know. But like that Jar Jar poster, that glue in the dark. Stare, glue in the dark. Uh, stared stared at you while dark, you slept. Glue yeah. gleamed in the dark. Yeah. Most girls at sleepovers were like, can you cover that up? <laughs> <laughs> it's scaring me. Um, I had no idea about yet another revelation from this girl. Although, yeah. although who knew this? I, I did will not stop. know this. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. And how long did this last? And how many poems did you write about it? Go. <laughs> no it's, poems. It's currently in her bedroom right now. In Maybe a few illustrations, but I just want to say, put them on Instagram wait, wait, wait. immediately. I just want to say real quick that a couple episodes ago, I told a story about a man that later would be featured in a song by a very oh, obscure... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, yes. The guy yes. you dated who was, a, he was the subject of a song by a but pop singer. I yes. want to say there were listeners... The, the name was David, by the David way. David was the name. David. Um, and I just want to say our listeners, our dear, dear listeners... Our keen listeners. The only Thank ones that you. listen to me it turns out because i was yes, like john and i and john and i are not on that list yeah the territory show <laughs> no 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 because i was like didn't i tell you guys a story and you're like no never heard it anna about david the, and it your turns lover. out it's been heard about well alan hit us with it's on episode 10 20 minutes in. he right. wrote in and told you that it already happened not the only not the only. Thank you, Alan, though. Thank you for your input, though. Thank you, Alan. We for got Erica comes in with you totally told them that David oh story God. before God. in the oh, past episode. That's great. Yeah. Crazy story, Anna. We've got some great listeners. Anna's doing great at. I don't know how you found these people. I think Who, I have one other person uh, that also. So our listeners are pointing out. We remember nothing, and we're repeating ourselves. Okay, so episode 10 to us was like three years ago. But it, maybe it, to some people, it might have been like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that is true. That's like, the thing. We have evolved throughout years. Are you kidding? It feels like yesterday. And that's why I think we should do a best of clip starting now. <laughs>
right now <laughs> about that you're going to tag the into the episode? guys I, Anna talks about. I'm just saying we finally made it full circle, and now here are the retelling of all your favorite stories <laughs> the next 150 episodes. Again and again and again. Schroeder, Jar Jar, <laughs> we should go now. Charlie Brown, Lady Gaga, Penises. Top Gun. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us ramble. Send us love, support, and topics by sliding into our DMs on Instagram at Professional Friends Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a review and give us five stars. It really helps with our self-esteem. See you next week. <laughs>